Seltzer Kings podcasts. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series, So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are rewatching Sex and the City with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Cap. I'm Kevin James Doyle. My name is John Sieber. And we're here in the smoking lounge. (laughs) We're, uh, today we're. Do you like games? Ooh. Do you like, wait, is that, I know what you did last summer? No, that's, I like, that's, I, uh, no, that's you, Saul. That's no, Saul. it's not. Well, it's, Saul is, it's, uh, want... it's, no, it's the one with, um, Corny Cox. Scream. 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 Do you oh, do you, hey, Sydney. Do you like games? Did you say, do you like games? Hey, Samantha. That movie was like, so good. Oh, dude, when I first saw Ooh. that movie, it was, it was pretty mind blowing at first. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, it was great. D Barrymore, like all over the posters. Yeah. And then just gets in the first first cap in the first like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. That was revolutionary. That mask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dude, when I was in college, there was this girl that I was friends with. Um, really like close friend. And one night she we like hung out super late. And I was like, I'm gonna go home. And then I ended up getting the scream mask from someone. And uh her friend was her friend was like, oh, we heard something outside. And I went and hid in the woods and just peeked out from behind a tree with the scream mask dude, on after I told her I'd left. Dude. <laughs> it terrified yeah, her. Yeah, of course. It, like sent her into a whole thing. And then like we waited like a month to tell her that it was us. Were there like real murders that happened with that mask, you think? The copycat murders? And I don't think copycat murders were and if so, that, like, as popular yet. That now they're so that, scary. Imagine way. being the person that got murdered. <laughs> After that movie came out, for real, you think okay. it's just one of your friends like joking? I mean, it's like that's double. That's double because that's like what the movie is, and then you know, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but stop it, stop! <laughs> just take that off. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awful, dude. Um, yeah. What other games do people play? Tag. Uh, Jenga. It's just a game. This is just an episode of Samantha and Charlotte. We already saw this episode, but let's just think about (laughs) let's predict what happens. What games do they play in this episode? Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Yeah. Okay. We got an easy formula for this. What character would play what game? Exactly. What board game is what character? Oh, what board game is what character? Um I feel like Samantha's mousetrap. Why? Because it's a crazy Reeb Goldberg machine. Yeah. And I just feel like, you know, the whole point is to just trap the mouse. And it's really fun. It is really fun. I feel like she would make it like a sexy version of Mousetrap where it would end with like a a BDM device like Mm -hmm. landing on her. 
mm. or something like that. And she gets put in that cage at the end and yeah. she's like all in leather or something yeah. like that. Yeah, totally. I know the game that Steve plays with Miranda right after he cheats on her. What's Horse. Sorry. Oh, nice. Plays, sorry. Um, um, big, just, big plays Monopoly. Yeah. Totally. I, th- I think after, if that's not what Steve, that's what Steve plays when he, when he cheats on her. But in general, Steve plays when he, when he doesn't have a lot of time, he plays pig and every other time he plays horse. Mm-hmm. And, and like all the girls that he says like, Hey, do you want to play pig or horse? Like they're offended every time. And he's just completely oblivious. Dude. How, how many they, times when he gets an insult? He's like, how, no, I just want to shoot hoops. Shoot hoops. <laughs> how many times when Steve's playing basketball, does he use the phrase, Hey man, this is prison rules. And then like get, ends up getting hurt, like skinning his knee. <laughs> Wait, what are prison rules? It's just like, you know, you can like kind of like throw an oh, elbow okay, okay. and you can like, you can like travel a little bit, but yeah. you know, he utilizes that term yeah, so much. Completely. I, um, Carrie, is Carrie playing like, I feel like she's like, do you ever play mafia? We've all played mafia. Ooh, yeah, we play it's mafia like, a, it's like a game where it's like a, uh, it's werewolf a is game. another one. Yeah. Party game where you try to like the read the room and understand different people. I feel like she would be like into like figuring out. She's always kind of head gamey. Yeah. Yeah. She'd be like trying to figure out who is what. Um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, it's like that's like where someone has a lie in their head and then you have to. I don't know. It is it is psycho psychological and sociological. So she could play Clue also. Clue. Yeah. yeah. Clue is more Didn't fun. Didn't we talk though. about that last time? We did talk Probably. about Clue last time. Yeah. Um, Have we already done this episode in the room? <laughs> <laughs> Your um, penis in the bedroom oh, yeah. with a condom because I'm safe. Uh, Miranda, is there like a uh, law game? See, Mar- I, listen, for those, for those Magic the Gathering players out there, a lot of Magic the Gathering is like following an order of operations and like getting the rules correctly. Yeah. Would she be like that or D and D D is like a lot of math yeah. stuff like that. Miranda would be like uh, some sort of tabletop. Like I have a prediction for, game. for, and just like that, hmm. What's that? Miranda is a dungeon doesn't master? want to go to sports anymore with Steve, Steve. And then they connect by going to a WNBA game. Ooh. Oh, they go see the Liberty play. They see the Liberty play and there's like a, and, uh, and, and like Rebecca, what was her name? Rebecca. Cheryl swoops. Cheryl swoops. Cheryl swoops. <laughs> is there, makes a cameo. Dude. Because, and this time Dr. Robert leads his dancing and wow. there's someone else watching yes. him dance. They really flipped the script on that one. What's the song that's playing? It's he's a, watching? It's what a, is love? No, no that's what we that. put on it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, River Deep Mountain High, isn't it? Isn't it uh, Tina Turner? Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, leave Charlotte, like river, maybe. leave Charlotte for a game. I want to say shoots and ladders are just something that's like the most, like something you'd play with a three-year-old. War, why war? Easiest game ever. I think <laughs> flip a card that I win. I think Go Charlotte, fish. Charlotte's would be hosting bridge parties. Ooh, like she'd be, oh, yeah, she'd totally. be bringing bridge back and like have twenty-six people over that all bring like potato salad yeah that's not a bad idea uh, do you guys know how to play bridge no that's the game old people play but it's gonna go extinct but i i i feel like there was such no, a strong I, culture around I, bridge i feel like it's gonna come back it's the same thing with cribbage yeah cribbage, and, cribbage um, is great and what's the other one see like i think cribbage would have been something that people are like oh that's gonna go what's the other one that it's played a lot of spades old, no Euchre? i think a lot of old like i think it's old korean women play it it's called um oh, what is it and, and you use tiles and cards. Um, 
I'll remember this. I know that someone is right now. I mean, like the shouting. tile game that I know of is Mahjong. It's Mahjong. Okay. Mahjong. Maybe it's not cards. It's just tiles. I just know tiles. Um, let's quick. I want to hear everyone's favorite game. I want to hear your favorite games. Um, I, I have mine. Um, I mean, there's y'all have gotten me very into. I don't want to say what you've got me very into because I want to take someone's favorite game. But y'all have gotten me into a game recently that's a classic game that I like. But I would say a game outside of that one is Monopoly Deal. It's Ooh, a car- Monopoly Deal's great. Card you game version of Monopoly. Yeah. I love it. it. It's someone. I think two of my friends got me turned on to it, and then my family got into it. It's like it is a perfect. We're all home for Christmas. Let's sit down and play something. And then someone's like, what is this? And by the end of the night, you've played like 10 games. Mm. It's so much fun. We need to get it. Bradshaw Boys Monopoly deal. Dude, love it. Monopoly deal is great. Kevin, favorite game? I want you to go first because I don't want to steal yours. You can. I, have, um, I like lots of games. And I know, yeah. I know, you oh, I know what yours is going to be. Yours. I know. Don't, okay. Don't. I'm guessing. I'm just going to. I'm not going to. I'm, mine is, I'm just uh, guessing. Yeah. Mine is Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Okay. <laughs> mine. Mine is uh, <laughs> what was that PC game with the creepy guy? Larry Leisure Suit. Larry. 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 He's, he's, not, Larry. he's not creepy. Know, he's just trying to rock a leisure suit. Yeah, um, he's trying to rock a leisure suit and just trying to meet some ladies. Mine is uh, a tie for backgammon or euchre, mm. which are both games that have strategy, luck, and you can play them continuously until the night is over you pass out from alcohol poisoning exactly <laughs> i feel like i mean not to take i mean you can make your own decisions but i feel like euchre fits you because euchre is a game that screams ohio to me oh yeah no it's, it's, it's midwest. ohio it's midwest. It's midwest. Midwest. Yeah. No, when you, cards. when you meet someone from michigan ohio or indiana not even western pennsylvania or eastern pennsylvania like if they're from western pennsylvania they know how to milk the cow if you know what i mean yeah euchre is a great game it's a wonderful game i mean and I, it's but it, it is like you have a, it's a card game, but you have a partner. And so there is like a cool extra dynamic that like you get to socialize in a different way than you do with like poker or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, my my I haven't played it in a while, but I, I already talked about it. my favorite game is probably Magic the Other. Mm-hmm. I was correct. Uh, Backgammon's up there, too. I love yeah. Backgammon. Uh, I think we're having a Backgammon tournament at our house this weekend. If you guys want to come. Really? I would love to. Yeah. I would love Let's to do it. come. I will say this about John. Um, he he like has explained like and this kind of goes into what the episode will be uh but you've explained sort of like the power of games because it is funny that you like fucking dogs will like play a game with another dog which Mm -hmm. is like we'll beat each other up it's like kind of only like there's it's kind of crazy how in every culture yeah humans just create like this is just a fun way to like challenge your brain and engage with another person and it's like once you start thinking and not taking for granted that like these games exist or start building one and start realizing like, Oh, it has to be fair. Mm-hmm. It has to be challenging. Like, and to see what games. So- and, and then I love, I love the meta game, which is like the game within the game. Mm-hmm. And the example I'd use is like, we all know rock, paper, scissors. Right. Mm-hmm. But then the meta game would be like, Corey's personality is this. So maybe he's, he's oh. most likely going to play this. That yeah. means I should. And it's like, that strategy or metagame within the game is always like really fun to uncover. I've so. got my rock, paper, scissors strategy. It's the same every time. And it, it, I would say 95% of the time never loses. And let's, let's play after, after we're done with let's this. Let's play right now. I have a strategy too. Let's play right now want, while we're on the, on the mic. But do, I, people, do want, people love a, people love a visual thing. And what if we have medium. the same strategy? Oh, 
okay, maybe we'll play off mic and then we'll talk about it. We'll talk it. about it after. So. I, I did lie. I wanted to say what my favorite game actually was. I totally forgot about this. What? It has way more to do with the episode than I thought. What's that? Early in relationships, being <laughs> manipulative and distant, game. and then engaging in extreme ways and then pulling away just to fuck the person emotionally. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> That's the best game. That's that a great game. Is the only game. <laughs> that it's the is only the, game. I mean, it's the power game. That's the, the best. Power, that is what that's lying, the, being deceitful and dishonest. I got a two face. That is that does remind me of my second favorite game. The first one is Monopoly Deal. The second is called French Kissing Your Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a fun game. Right. It, it works great at family reunions. Well, let's watch uh, the episode. This let's, is let's season watch these people play some games. two, episode 13. Katie's going to give us the summary, and we're going to be back with. The, the games. The, also, the recap of um, Corey and I's paper, rock, scissors strategy. Oh, yeah. All right. Bye. 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 25, Games People Play. Carrie starts going to therapy after obsessing about Big for too long. Offended by the diagnosis of dating men who are wrong for her, she dates cute fellow patient Seth, a guy who loses interest in women after sleeping with them. Miranda plays peekaboo with her cute across-the-airshaft neighbor, and Samantha dates a sports fanatic whose mood depends on who won the game that night. And now, back to the boy. Knicks win, baby. You think this is a you game? You think the Knicks are a game? I gotta say. You think so? I mentioned this while we were watching. The guy was like a super big Knicks fan, right? Yeah. And it was just the end of the regular season. Like, usually people are pretty disappointed unless their team goes and wins the championship. <laughs> You're right. You brought it up that it just means that they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they just didn't make the playoffs. Yet he was still super thrilled. But that that right there is just it is it's a classic. There, this clearly wasn't a writer's room full of people who were big that watch sports. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's like that's not how it usually works. Also, wait. I mean, it was cool. Um. And also, wait, are there that many girls that go to sports nights to pick up guys? I, I feel like that was maybe sort of a like a different like I, I definitely know at like clubs, you know, they would have like ladies. Yeah, I guess ladies. Night. Like, yeah, ladies. But, night like, but this feel that felt like a different thing that like maybe that was actually a thing. It was like it's sports night. But like you've been to like there's just sports bars in yeah. New York where you can just go. No, you know? I don't I don't want to rag on it because yeah, it, yeah, it, because yeah. it's not. But it seems like a slight adjustment that they could have made that would have made a little more sense. Is there like they know there's like. None of the guys are. None of the guys in New York, like, I don't want an intellectual. I don't want this. I want a sports guy. And they're like, here's where we go. And then they go and they're like, plus it's girls night. Girls drink free. Right. It just seemed like for people that are so tapped in and understand things to just be like, what? 
pants. <laughs> there definitely was a pit. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, we found them. We just realized that Carrie's been, sp- Carrie's been writing about sex and relationship for 15 years. And she's like, what is this? <laughs> like it's Narnia. And they're just like, how did we come across this? So Miss Samantha like, is the only one who's figured it out. That's so funny. Yeah. It, it but, was really weird that it's like they found a sports bar in Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you don't want to go too hard on it because it's the storyline. Yeah. Because in, in New York, there's like individual, like I have a Bears bar that I go to to watch the Chicago Bears play. But is I, it I don't know, uh, like, on Third Avenue? Yeah. Canal Bar. Canal Bar. The place is great. The place is fantastic. Is awesome. They Shout grill out to hot dogs like in the winter. You sit outside and just, <sighs> eat dogs, watch the, watch the Bears be awful at football. You want to hear a classic uh, first, first got to New York move? Yeah. Is me and Harlan, who's been on the pod. Uh, the Densur, uh, we're big Ohio State fans, uh, Ohio State Buckeyes, and he's like, dude, I found this bar. It's an Ohio State bar. And we're like, what? He's like, we got to get reservations because it packs out on the day. We got there and it was like $12 Stella's. And they're like, do you want wings? Six or 12? And we're like, well, 12. And they're like, $24. What? And it's called Tonic. It was in Times Square. And then like the game finishes and right when the game finishes, they deflate all of the big Brutus the Buckeyes and start like blowing up like Florida State oh, and start taking everything. Oh my gosh. And they just they just look at the schedule and it's like one of their they have four different locations and one of their bars is like Florida State and uh oh, and my gosh. Oklahoma and Ohio State. I, and they just we totally fell for it. And the second well, like time, isn't that the point though to attract a bunch of people in the yeah. same like like minded people in the same spot? I no, hundred percent. I'm I'm so pro of what they do. Yeah. But I, it was like he's like Dude, I found an Ohio. It's the totally bar. different from Canal it's Bar. Different. Canal like, Bar is, Canal is, bar is a Bears, Bears bar. It's a Chicago by, sports bar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're right. Like that would. I have a friend who is very into college college football. He mm-hmm. was the mascot for a team. Y'all both know this person. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he would always for years. I mean, because it was that thing. Like his massive thing on Saturdays, and he would be like, "All right, we're going to this one bar," and. It would be fun, but there were definitely a few times they switch bars a few times and there'd be definitely a few times where after a while he was just like, it's such a hassle to go to the, the team bar because yeah. you get there. There's a few people you've kind of known, but if you don't go with a crew, then you get there. You spend a lot of money. If you want to really watch the game, sometimes it's kind of a hassle to watch the mm-hmm. game because there's so much other bar stuff going on. And eventually he was just like, it's fun to have a group of like-minded people. It's also really fun to just watch it at home in the privacy yeah. of your own home. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, to sports watchers out there, you know it. You know it, sports watchers. But the, the, for people that don't understand the appeal of sports, it's the same. It's like, the it's like in, watching The Bachelor. It's the, yeah, it's the interesting version of, of the weather. That this, <laughs> but it is. It's like the. I've second, never heard that comparison. That's really funny. Well, because you're like, just watching a phenomenon. Well, you're just like automatic. You're sitting at a bar. You're not talking to someone. It's just like yeah. And the weather is he very than, interesting. Uh, we saw a lightning strike tonight, and it captivated. Exactly. And I, exactly. I, I, and I kind of have been the same way that I would just like watch a game. I rode my bike here, and then I was tracking the weather, and then I was like, "Oh, it says it's going to stop early." Hold on, I want to interject right there. Okay. I've known you for a long time. I've never seen Corey get really upset or angry, <laughs> except for one time, and that is while watching his team <laughs> lose, where he stood up in a stranger's house and like slammed the wall and was like, "Damn!" Yeah, I didn't and he punch a wall, and he looked at John. And he's like, 
I'm sorry, I'm not gonna have sex with you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Which I was is, bummed about. Yeah, well, you know, we we didn't we got out of the NCAA tournament that night, so you weren't gonna get any. No, that hey, was hey, it, listen, we're D one that night. You were D none. <laughs> you got no D from me. Um, it was no. I mean, I'll definitely though. I I love it. I mean, like I think if you you connect with like whatever it is, like yours bears, mine is like where I went to college. Yeah, and that is the only time. Like I don't really. I mean, like you will watch, well, you watch college football, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I will happily go watch with someone else, but there is a weird emotional connection that like, I was never great at basketball, but well, it's, it's not it's weird. Just, that's your, that's your alma mater. It's not weird. It's a, ph- not weird. It's a phenomenon though. Yeah. There is a thing where I'm like, it's my alma mater. It's also like what I grew up with. Cause it was in my home state and I just, I will, I can go into it, not really knowing much about the team that season and just feel such an emotional connection yeah. to it. It's great. I mean, I mean, that's also this, this is Nick's. This was the Knicks, but New York is an interesting sports town in that, like, even when the Yankees are in about to win the World Series, you can still not experience See, it. Yes, yeah, like, oh, they single won. Yankees fan. Yeah, if you're in if you're in like Pittsburgh yeah. when the Steelers win, or like or some small town, it's like oh yeah, that's the entire that's city. Everything. Yeah. yeah, but then there's also all that's really really true. Yeah, yeah. and there's all all the um all of the different like college people like michigan has a huge yeah huge i just see michigan sweatshirts like everywhere here because they're smart so it's like people end up (laughs) you just see you say way more michigan gear than ohio state but you see all of the different alma maters of places Mm -hmm. and then even pro teams have like so in new york is an interesting sports town for those reasons it's also weird because a lot of new yorkers are not are like not New Yorkers, but Northeasterners are not into college sports. Like New Yorkers are because they went to colleges. Mm-hmm. But like you talk to someone that grew up here, I know so many people from New York City that are that are like born and raised mm-hmm. that are like, yeah, college sports are kind of stupid. Yeah, and they're just like it's it yeah. doesn't make sense. And yeah. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, I grew up with the Knicks. I grew up with the Nets. There was the Jets. Like they were just like, why do I want to watch a bunch of eighteen year olds play? And there's just which I'm like I totally disagree with that there's just like a bunch of other stuff to do in new york Mm -hmm. i think like in the rest of the country sometimes like sports is like one of the few things that you can do and like rally together on in new york you just have tons of options so i get why it's not on like my 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 level of sports enthusiasm dropped significantly since living in new york i used to be a big sports guy now i am like barely barely hanging on to watching one sports team i would not describe you as a sports guy no right here's a sport that the writers played in this episode how few lines can we give charlotte no kidding dude we we talk sometimes about like charlotte not having a storyline there's a couple times where they like they throw one like samantha doesn't get one charlotte didn't have one at she had the walk down she had the walk down the street Uh, yeah 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 she had I mean, she had nothing, nothing. Yeah, I, know, I, mean, I, I can't think of another time. Like, I, what would her storyline have been? I'm wondering because this episode was really short. This was like a 20 minute episode. I think it's one of the short. When we all noticed right away that this was mm-hmm. a short episode, I'm wondering if she had a storyline. They cut it, and they just cut the whole thing. Mm, yeah. I wish I could. No, that's that. I that has happened in some other episodes, and I feel like I I. 
Do you think that would be on here? It might be on there because I remember that happening with something when we did the first watch and someone commented one time being like, oh, there's this, but this got removed or something like, like that. I, we have, we st- you know, we still haven't watched the behind the scenes stuff on the DVD commentary. Yeah. But I would love to hear Charlotte's story. Like what, what it would, but let's write it. What, what is her storyline? Well, uh, let's see. So it's all games people play. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you have, the, you have. You have Carrie playing the relational game with uh, Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. You have Miranda doing like a little bit of the physical stuff, the the Miss Identity game uh, with Peekaboo, mm-hmm. and then you have Samantha getting into um, a sports game mm-hmm. in order to date a guy. What like type of other game could they? Um, could they, uh, I guess Charlotte could go on a game oh show. Oh my gosh. What? This is crazy. What? Hit me with it. Is this the game? Yeah. What? Trivia. TV listings for this episode routinely included a note about Charlotte joining a bridge club. What? Come on. But no such storyline is included. Boom. Dude, you nailed it. You called it. You called that. That is so nuts. So what happened? Like, like well, that's right. What happens? <sighs> so she goes. We got to ask her about this next you time. You know what? What if she went? Yeah, we do. What if? <laughs> we have, okay. That was a game. We, that was a game. That was a game. That was oh a game that we've learned, so, since learned the rules to explain what just happened. So we we spent we were eating a bunch of candy while we watched the the movie Licorice, mm-hmm. and we spent because we love and appreciate all of you listeners. We sucked our mouths to make sure we didn't make any <laughs> mouth noises, because people don't want us to make mouth noises, and we make right. an effort to take all of your constructive criticism. And mm-hmm. apply it to make the greatest show possible, mm-hmm. and uh, and we did that before, and then we recorded, and then just now it's sitting next to me, and just like instinctively, I reached for like some red vines, and we and we just gave him the the harshest look, and I was like, like oh, yeah, Kevin, I can't. No. you can't have that. <laughs> Misophonia is a real thing. We can't do that. Um, that's that's insane. That Charlie okay. turns a bridge cup. So what happens? So what, like, what what if what if they did a really smart thing where? She's talking about how she wants to get out and be social. She's kind of tired of the dating scene and meeting all these guys. And she's like, maybe I could meet some women. And also, maybe I could meet some older women with some nice sons so Mm. I could find someone to get matched up to. And she goes in there and she ends up having a weird thing. But they do a smart thing that one of the women she meets and she ends up up not mixing with is Bunny McDougal. Whoa! And then later on, they re-meet after she meets. Trey. That'd be such a great Easter egg just to see Bunny in the background. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not even a thing where they really remember each other. She just like makes a one-line appearance and then goes away. Mm-hmm. Wow! I could see, great. yeah, her showing up to the Bridge Club and her like being there for that purpose. Yeah, but then like getting paired up with someone and taking her way too seriously and like kind of ruining. ruining the spark because she's so competitive or something like that. Yeah, totally. I don't know. We need. To, we do need to ask her. Yeah. yeah, because it's so funny. That's so fitting. And last weekend, Corey and I were at a party um, talking about uh, games. And this one, uh, this one girl that I met, her and her boyfriend, she was talking about how she's thought a few times about, like, because her grandma is sick or maybe passed away. She was like, I've thought about, like, learning bridge. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, to kind of keep my grandma's memory alive. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, uh, my grandma used to be in a bridge club, too. And I was like, no game sustains itself 
for that long if it's not really fun you just yeah. get people committed to it mm-hmm. and i was like i wonder if there will be like a bridge resurgence with another generation you know only like our generation is always just like yeah let's play bridge and like dude why would we booze. play bridge it's like we could listen to post malone dude why <laughs> i never thought about it that way yeah hey. think, about it, think about it that way you're right why why would why would i play bridge when i can spend hours upon hours watching other people play video games and talk yo that's what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying dude. yeah dude let's let's twitch let's start a twitch stream of us playing bridge, <laughs> <Play> bridge. <laughs> let's start a twitch stream of us playing bridge but it just has all these long edited montages of sick bridge moves to the to the tune of like i'm feeling like a rock star <laughs> dude i'm gonna say it. i'm gonna do it right now get ready what Bridge shot, boys. Oh, yes. man. If anyone wants to get in our Twitch channel, Twitch. Hey, what's up? I'm John with the Bridge Shop Boys. Bridge shot Boys. I'm feeling like a bridge star. <laughs> Dude. I mean. Was that Post Malone talking about being a bridge star? Feeling like yeah. a bridge star. Making lots of bridge moves. What's this thing? Always, always tired. Is that what it is? He yeah. looks always tired. Um, let's talk about. Um, and we kind of talked about Samantha's storyline. I thought it was like. That one feels like it's I've you've seen it in every movie and every TV show before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Miranda's storyline in our hand, dang, we we forgot the the how it ended, and we were pleasantly surprised. We got Kevin got a good a good chuckle. It's a good homage. Her storyline is a very good homage to to Rear Window. Yep, Rear Sex Window. Yep. Oh, look over. Oh, look over there. <laughs> Oh, he showed me his ass. Have you ever heard? Have you ever heard? No idea what you're talking it's about. Shout, Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Shout out to another podcast. There's a great Conan episode. It's just Dana Carvey doing. It's just Dana Carvey doing Jimmy Stewart doing sex talk like that. Oh, really? It's exactly. Oh, that's what you did. so funny. It's so funny. It's the Dana Carvey interview. On yeah. There. So you wow. weren't impersonating Jimmy Stewart. You were impersonating Dana, Dana Carvey. Carvey. No, I haven't heard that it. podcast. So that still counts as mine. No, it's <laughs> no. not yours. It's not yours. But it, have you seen Rear Window? No. So it's about it's a New York based film by Alfred Hitchcock. This is Hitchcock, yeah. Hitchcock. I just saw my first Hitchcock movie this summer. What'd I saw you see? Psycho. Oh, I loved Psycho. it. So good. Psycho, North by Northwest, and then Vertigo is probably the the best. Rear God, Window Vertigo, so and Vertigo. Yeah, Vertigo is amazing. But Rear Window is great because it's like it's just it's such a simple movie, but it takes place in the, he's in a wheelchair. He's a writer, I think. I don't know. But he's in a wheelchair and he just is sees the back of you know new york when you just see yeah. all the windows and everything yeah and he just sees a lady get murdered whoa and then he witnesses it but the murderer looks and sees him mm. and so then it's like how does he it's also the plot of pineapple express <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's it. you're right yeah. um but this is like it's it's not like they stole it from that but it's like that movie's so iconic that i'm yeah. sure they were like rear window but this mm. and that's like very realistic you're like in your neighbor's business here yeah, yeah. I had totally. a, I had a kind of a rear window situation where you had a rear flirt window. I had a definite rear flirt window where I met someone and then we went on some dates and then we were talking about where we lived. I knew that she lived in the neighborhood and then we found out we literally like we we're like I think our buildings are pretty close and then we like went through this whole thing on the phone and then it basically got to like wait turn your light off and turn it on and I was like are you the building directly behind me. And then we realized we could completely see each other's apartments where one building away just through backyards. Did she ever show you her boobs from the window? She did not. She did not. That well, right th- that what right about there? boob? 
No, she never flashed me a single Miranda boob either. <laughs> she never did. That's a huge, then huge I missed moved opportunity. Out, I moved out of that apartment. Only to move across the hall to another apartment closer to her. <laughs> so now I have an even better view of her place. Oh, that's so funny. Anymore. Yeah. I, I know at the standard, which is probably featured in the show at some point, or maybe it wasn't built yet, but the standard hotel in, in um, meatpacking district. Oh, yeah. yeah. The one on the High Line. Yeah. They just have, um, it's just like the whole side of the thing by the High Line is just all windows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely seen a fair amount of people doing sex up against the window. Really? Yeah, doing yeah. sex. Where, so wait, so you were in the hotel? No, no, no. If you're on the yeah. Highline, you can see everything. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And <clears throat> I used to give tours of the Highline. Mm -hmm. So I'd be there enough. It's not like you walk past and you're just like, look. But it was like over the course of like two years, I was there yeah. a fair amount. And you, you would just see some, some people that were just like I, being a little, what's the word? Uh, voyeuristic, voyeur mm. or voyeuristic could be if you're watching it. Okay, but well, it I was be, being voyeuristic. Yeah, but I know what you're saying. There's uh, exhibition, exhibitionist. exhibitionist. Yeah, I think that. I mean, it's not like the reason people stay there, but I do think a lot of people stay there, and that kink comes up. I don't even know if it's a kink, but they're just like, "Whoa, we could have sex overlooking New York." Because I think, like, mm -hmm. I've heard multiple people talk about seeing that happen there. Yeah, at that particular hotel. Do yeah. you think that'll be referenced in? Uh, and just like that. And just like that. I hope so. Dude, what if they do an episode called In Just Like Splat? That's the <laughs> one where Lexi Featherstone comes back yeah. to life. And she awesome. gets zombie fight. She just gets awesome necromancy. I can't wait. She's, She's just so good. Just walking around town, walking around New York City, just killing cab drivers. Killing cab drivers, but with also like, having with sex like with bones them. and like voodoo jewels hanging off of her. That'd be, amazing. <laughs> be insane. Be incredible. That would be so righteous. Oh, that's the spin off. Hey, need. they just did the first table read i saw yeah. that yeah i saw that which is isn't it so fascinating to just know like dude i, the, I read all the, the uh i saw it i was incantations of them re resurrecting lexi featherstone <laughs> the, table, the table read was just a seance for lexi featherstone <laughs> It, it, said, oh, it, it said in mordor tongue and then yes. it was just carrie reading from uh from the, the, sauron's the, book, book of, of necromancy dead. yeah well um it's just, it's funny to know uh, there's more than just writing. I know they have to, but it's like the die has been cast. All of this, the, it's all been written now. So it's just like fascinating to imagine them sitting there, yeah. finding it out, wondering where it goes. Totally. And yeah. be like, yeah, that, I mean, you can do rewrites, but it's like the bones are there. Yeah. The Lexi feather bones. Um, Dude, I feel like we have to write in just like splat. I feel like we have to write that. Uh, I think we should that, write in just like splat. That story. Yeah. I think we should totally write it. It's just, just like Lexi splat. killing all four of the characters for four episodes. Yeah. Do you think she, she puts spare Wallace Shawn's character? Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Too. She kills and she kills. Um, she kills. She, and she just kills like a lot of people in New York. She like laces the cocaine. <laughs> She's 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 how fentanyl got it. So she's the fentanyl from. Yeah, yeah. Oh totally. man, what um, what stories did happen in this? I mean, it's so funny that this was like this is the first. I'm I didn't hate it because it's like I like you know like hanging, but I remember the John Bon Jovi episode just having more meat, and I'm like, man, this was such a slight episode. Mm -hmm. The Miranda storyline's really good. I think like it's like played very well by her as always. It's like very fun. And then she does that very good Cynthia Nixon thing. Like when you find out that dude so nonchalantly is like, oh yeah, you live, you live below the guy that I'm cruising. 
Right. She's so heartbroken. And then the line, I think Carrie is, Carrie says is like, she realized she'd been playing with an imaginary friend the same way she did when she was five. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, so embarrassing. Like when you have one of those, when you have, (laughs) when you have a slight, a relational slight, that's not a big deal. I'm laughing because it reminds me of when me and you and a couple of people went out to dinner a couple of weeks ago and I talked to that waitress and then, Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh no, what happened? Share. So the point I was making was like, you have a relational slight that in the moment you feel mortified and then you're over it within like five yeah, yeah, hours. Yeah. But Kevin and I went to dinner or it's like when you wave, when you wave yes. back at someone yes. and then you realize they're looking behind you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's more that it's more, it's more that you, you are like, Hey, what's up? And then, yeah, it's, it's more, it's more just the embarrassment of like, oh my gosh. I feel like that's like that, that's something that every single human can relate to. That has happened to every single person always like, or like when you go to give someone a hug or someone like leaves you hanging and you're just like, like if you go for a five five and they just like, don't see you and give, give someone else a high five. And you're like, man, yeah. Remember the old, everyone can relate to that. Ellen DeGeneres has an old joke where she, uh, uh, where when you like trip on the sidewalk, no matter who you are, you like do a few jogs after yep. to like, and then you like look back, yep. but you just do those like few jogs. You look back, make sure that your staff is behind you so you can make fun of them Yeah, be, be horrible to them. So you, yeah. <laughs> so you can, so you can scream at them, mm-hmm. call them losers and then go dance with Jim yeah, Fallon. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, I'd be wait, on Ellen so fast right now if I could. You what? I'd love, I would love to be on Ellen, the Ellen show. Dude, oh, I feel yeah. like you would be so good if you got pulled out of the audience to oh, be man, on stage for so much fun. And then when they cut the cameras, she just. <laughs> Her company yeah. reached out to ours to, to do the uh, like giveaway. Really? The Ellen. Yeah. But you and have to pay for it, right? We're like, oh, this is going to be sweet. And like, you have to donate 500 pro- products. And we're like, okay, that's no problem. And, like, and you have to donate $250,000. Like, to who? Just Ellen. Just to the. So donate? <clears throat> yeah. Pay? Pay. Yeah, like, don't, nah, that's payola. To, it's pay to pay to get your product on. Yeah, yeah. payola. I mean, but when they're reaching out, that's kind of silly. Mm, yeah. That's Hollywood, baby. That's Hollywood, baby. You know what? Yeah, you don't want to. You could make a stink about that, and people would be not surprised. <laughs> you could, but you, yeah, you could, and then it'd be one of the things where like it'd probably get a big reaction, and then like one or two things later, people would be like, "That's a common process that yeah, happens yeah, all the time." Totally. That just, I mean, it makes sense, but it's like, yeah. sometimes when you realize how the sausage gets made. Yeah. Dude, uh, I don't want to see how the sausage um, made. Corey, tell the oh, story, the story about was, the... Kevin and I went out to a dinner uh, with a friend who was in town a couple weeks ago. Great restaurant. Great Wolf restaurant. Hall, one of the best restaurants in New York. You've been talking that up like not... I've place, heard you mention it like 10 times. Place is fantastic. Because well, I know you're a big restaurant person, uh-huh. and I know you and Katie would... It is Be very impressed. It's all Basque cuisine. So it's like Spanish, like French Spain border. So it's all like really good seafood, really amazing restaurant. Mm-hmm. Kevin and I went there and saw John Krasinski there one time. No, we didn't. We saw John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, Emily Mortimer, and her husband. I don't know who he is. Emily Mortimer from... Uh, it's so funny. I saw John Krasinski at Just Salad. So they're basically the same place. You didn't see just John Krasinski. You saw John Krasinski, <laughs> uh, Steve Carell. Yeah. Uh, Dwight Schrute. I saw <laughs> not the actor, the character. The character. Not the I saw John Krasinski at the library, uh-huh. and he said, "I think I got the perfect idea for a movie." 
Save your, save your bits for the stage, dude. <laughs> save your bits for the stage, man. Hey, funny thing about Quiet Place, you know that it was originally written to be in the Cloverfield universe. And it, then, I do. And then, yeah. and then the Krasinski got in touch with the guys and he was like, don't do that. Let's mm-hmm. make this. All right. Mm-hmm. So what happened is we're at Lavara, um, and I start vibing with, uh, we, we had a waitress switch over in the middle. We had one waitress who was like, awesome. We're talking about wine. You and asked then, the waitress out. Yeah, you, you got, you, you, you were vibing. I didn't, I'm vibing. sorry. I didn't mean to rush it, but it was, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Oh my goodness. No, 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 no Not I only say your bits for the stage, but stop stealing no, other no, people's no, bits no, off the stage. <laughs> Good God, dude. You were. Okay, God. That's fine. Now that my confidence has been destroyed, I'll finish No, the no, no. I, I uh, didn't mean so, that. Uh, so, yeah, basically, I, I, uh. At, at during dinner, my our other friend was like, he was like, dude, you have amazing banter with this waitress. Like, this is great. And I was like, oh, really? I thought we were just talking. And so we go to leave. And then you're one of y'all was like, ask her out. And so we are going to a bar. And I was like, hey, uh, this is super fun. This is really weird. But like, do you want to go meet us at this one bar? And she was like, yeah, that'd be great. And I was like, cool. Like, we're just going to have some drinks, whatever. And she's, and there was like a, like a genuine, innocent, like, not trying to be, you know, like, whatever, but like, the, if you want to come meet us, it'd be awesome. And she was like, I would really like that. And I was like, great. And I told her my name. She told me nurse. And we walk and we go to the bar, get there. And this is like COVID times and bars close earlier. Bars absolutely closed. Oh no. And she, and she had like told 10. me. She, yeah. 10. And she was like, oh, we always go to that bar afterward. I'll see you over there. Bars close. So then we go back towards the restaurant and our friend's going to get his car. And he's like, I parked by the restaurant. Why don't you just go back in? <laughs> and I was like, and already in my gut, I was like, don't do this. It's a, it's gone. But I was like, okay, sure. So I have to put my mask on and then I walk back in and they're closing up and the bartender's like, what's up, buddy? And I was like, uh, can, I, can I, can I use your bathroom? And he was like, sure. And I like, as an excuse to go find the waitress. And then I go back and she's stacking chairs in the back and she just turns around in dead eye contact with me. And she goes, what's up? And I was uh, like, uh, hey, um, so that bar was closed. We're, we're going to go to this other bar. And she was like, okay. And it's like, uh, if y'all want to meet us, uh, we'll, we'll be there. She's like, sounds good. And then I left. And then we got in the car and they were like, Oof. and then we got to that bar and it was closed. Oh, that bar man. was closed too. And then we just went to another bar and I had like one drink in there and home and was like, <laughs> cried. man, you cried yourself to sleep. I mean, I think you made the right move, but there's, there's no way. Because when there's like the energy of a moment or something, you're like following up and then it's like, <laughs> can I tell one other funny thing yeah. that happened from my view? I think, I think this has happened. You were so stoked for me when I like went up and was like asked her to the first bar that I heard you from down the block. I was, I was with our group of friends and then I peeled off and it was a very like, not obvious, but kind of obvious, like, oh, that guy's hanging back. Yeah. yeah. And then. When I like made the ass and started walking, you could all tell that it went well. And you just went, yes! and you shook, you shook a revel and the alarm went off on it. <laughs> and then our other friend was like, Kevin, keep it together. Wait, how, oh, I sh- oh, yeah. You shook a rental oh. motorcycle. And she goes, <laughs> oh my gosh. Classic. Well, Classic I mean, being excited for your friends. That's, that's great. That's, I, I, I don't think you, you can't, you played that right. No, Dude, no, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I learned that from Hitch. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah, the, um, it's all. Let's, it's let's, always a risky move to ask out a waitress, though. Because yeah. it is. I mean, I kind of feel like going back to Lavara now. Do like, it. Ask the bartender out this time. <laughs> 
Uh, What's up, buddy? You want to get drinks? Want to get drinks? Are you? I feel like you know. Are you? No. No. But let's I feel like we drink, could dude. be friends. I think we'd be great friends. I bet you're a big Knicks fan. Um, let's talk about let's talk about Gary's storyline. Good idea to ask someone out at if that you meet in the waiting room of a doctor's office. JBJ. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, there's never a good place to ask anyone out ever. That's a good point. That's a great point. Because it's all context. But this I'm, right t- here, I'm trying to think if I want to argue that point. I feel like if you are at a bar and someone else is at a bar and you connect with them, it is a, that is a good place. Isn't that why people go to bars? Um, I, somewhat, somewhat. I think like, I think my point is basically that it is all within context. Like you could be like, you have, you have to be there. There are some people with more more understand social understanding in game but uh mm. but someone could be like and they said no and it's like well yeah that could be the perfect situation and then you bomb or the right situation or the wrong situation mm-hmm. but your instincts tell you it's right i think either way psychiatrist office you're playing with fire yeah i agree with that i totally agree with that what about at other de- what about at other doctor's office like what a, if you're, a you're den- like dentist? Yeah, you're, you're dentist. I feel like is a great spot. Yeah, like that. That is actually a good spot to ask someone out at. Oh, <laughs> Novocaine. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, how could this? The cool part about this storyline is like it didn't. I mean, I you knew the person was going to be kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, they kind of do the crazy thing later. Remember the guy in the loony bin? How? Weird that is. Oh, the Duchovny storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't he talk about shitting his pants or something? <laughs> <laughs> There's something with poop. They in really that don't episode, paint right? mental health stuff well in the show. No. Oh man. I think there is something with him like going to the bathroom or something like that. This one is realistic in that a guy would just be like, I've problems disconnecting with people after sex and rolling over. Like that actually seemed like oh, yeah, dude, he reminded me of so many people that I know that I won't name on the pod, but like just initials. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually against the Hippocratic Oath, so we can't. The name. Hey, none of us are doctors. I know, but I took it just to be. Did you take it? (laughs) Just to be sure. I mean, you can never be. (laughs) That's very noble of you, just to take the Hippocratic Oath. Remember what it said? Anytime, anytime I go a squared plus b squared equals c squared. No, it's good to just take oaths like that. Anytime I go on a date, I usually open by reading the woman her Miranda rights. Just like this, so you know, anything you say can, can will be used against you in a court of law. Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand? Cool. What do you want to drink? Okay. As long as we under, as long as we know, we have what's a really gonna, great mojito I mean, here. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm marking like, that down. This next part's not going to be sexy, but it's necessary. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around for chance against the car. Turn around for chance against the car. Hey, people say I'm a total Miranda, and by that I mean here's your Miranda. A reader rights. of the rights. A reader of the rights. Um. um yeah. I mean. He looks good. He's a good looking guy. Dude, he looks great. He does look like she he, looks insane in fuego in this. Yeah, in like this the, her outfit. Like, her the yellow, the yellow shorts, the blue, yeah, the like that blue top, the little metal ring up around the clavicle. He you know it's hard. How old is he in this? 40 something, maybe for yeah. it's, it's just crazy how hard it is. Like I feel like I'm a relatively slender person, but to mm-hmm. have to have your belt, your tuck in, and then it's just straight up from there. You mm-hmm. don't even need to see that if he has a six pack or not. Yeah. He probably does. 
but it's like just when you see someone with the tuck in without well that's any I can guarantee of the that's belly. that's not a person who has three empty candy wrappers sitting, <laughs> sitting next to them right now. <laughs> Yeah, your Sour Patch Kids, your your Red Vines. He was... Hi, John Bon Jovi, Kevin James Doyle, the Bradshaw <laughs> Boys Podcast. Just just want to know, what was your uh, what was your Red Vine consumption <laughs> on the set of Sex and the City? He was so, 37 in this episode. Really? 37 in that episode. Did you so how all the Sour Patch he... Kids? Just some of the Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> when is John Bon Jovi from? Is that right? Aren't That's a great the... dude. He's... That is a great question. <laughs> just when when is john bon jovi from that is like that's like an alien trying he, to learn to speak english kevin and looked like his nephew john right bon there. Jovi. he like had the big big cute eyes and he looked at me he's like when is john bon jovi from like like the most confused for is he from the 20s is he from the 1820s is he a flapper is he did he is he a pilgrim when is john oh bon jovi from he is from. I Mon- thought he was like early nineties, right? He was born in sixty two. Um, he looks like he looks Dude. kind of like a sexy old woman, or like an old, <laughs> oh, an yeah. old Planet of the Apes. Uh, per- like, doesn't he kind of look like the old Planet of the Apes? Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking oh about, like gosh. old Doctor Zayas. He kind of looks like that now. Dude, oh. he's rocking it though. Oh, he's okay. got, he's rocking the best. That's his son. Oh his man, son, his his son looks like his son looks just, like he is so jealous of Tom Hanks' son, <laughs> Chet Hayes. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Okay, we got we got their first album. Wow, That's is amazing. I don't know if there's a hit on there. Bon Jovi, the first like, album, is from it, 1984. Yeah. So how? So he's like 20. So when, he was 37. He was 37 in 99. So 84. He's he's 22. Wow. Jeesh. Wow. It's, I guess it's just funny because I think of like all rock stars, I just don't think of as starting that young because yeah. it's like rap is the main. So you're like, oh yeah, like Jimi Hendrix was 20, Bon, jo- bon Jovi was like yeah. 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And you just, I just think of them as like older looking or something. Yeah. That's just so weird. There is a thing where like rock. When is Bon Jovi from? Bon Jovi from? When is he from? He. Uh... I guess the like rock icons always look they're they're supposed to look like men like like men men like they never look like boys they look older mm. you know especially from that era I mean even though a lot of them at that time like a lot of glam rockers like even wore makeup like they never looked they never looked young they always looked like someone that was solidly in their yeah, late 20s like ZZ Top was just born looking that Dude, way those dudes look like they were like 50 from the get go <laughs> whoa here's a cool thing meanwhile the first people to play their record was the W station WAPP, which WAP. is just WAP. WAP. <laughs> Hi, welcome hey, to and their second Wet Ass al- Pussy Radio. And their second, their second album is called Slippery When Wet. So, hey! There you go. Wait, let's... With a bucket and a mop in the John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Dude, this is right around when he put out It's My Life, which that was their resurgence. Yeah, totally. It's my life! Is that the one that goes, whoa, whoa? No, that's living on a prayer, dude. Yeah. This No, it's my life was like who is Donnie and Jenna? Huh? Donnie and Gina? Never back then? What? That's that song. Oh, it's uh Tommy used to work on the docks. Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. Ooh, it's tough. Gina works the diner all day, working for a man. She brings home her pay for love. 
ooh, for love. You see, we got to hold on to what we got. It doesn't really matter if we make it or not. We've got, got each, each other, other, and that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Halfway what there, if, we're living on prayer. Now, that would have been a good storyline. That would have been a fantastic storyline. I'm surprised no one's ever... I guarantee you there's so many like first-year first, first year film school students that made that new short film. Okay. <laughs> just of a girl working at a diner, a guy working on the docks. That would have just been cool if they role-played that in the... Yeah, that would have been in that Twister game. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. So, yeah, so what if... His voice is nothing like that in the episode. You're, uh, is this Steve? Is Steve the one holding okay, the, the so, spin board? Uh, hey, uh, hey, so let's do a little role-play here. Miranda's a norm here, but uh, oh, that's what funny. if you're Tom? Um, but I think this episode is interesting because there's kind of like... There's almost kind of two Carrie storylines. There's mm-hmm. a storyline of her... D- uh, annoying her friends to the point where they tell her to go to see uh, get help. Yeah. And then there's the storyline post help. But here's what I don't understand. So she goes, mm-hmm. she annoys her friends by talking about her relationship so much that they're like, go see this doctor. Mm-hmm. And then she tells, like, the doctor tells her, I think you picked the wrong person. Like, you picked the wrong men. And then immediately the next scene, it's her bitching to her friends about. The doctor telling her that she picks the wrong friend. At some point, who's the problem? <laughs> I'm Team Carrie. Hold on. Hold on. You're Team Carrie. How I'm Team you? Carrie. She well, just she got burned in a bad relationship, and and you know what? She well, needs a better support system. So what? Okay. So question. No, she has a great support system. <laughs> yeah, I'd say half of her support system is pro therapy. I guess not the half. Two of them are pro therapy. One is not pro therapy. Charlotte was not pro therapy. Yeah, but the other two were pro because. Samantha's been before, even though she walked out of it. And uh-huh. Apparently, Miranda goes all the time. Which is interesting, because nowadays, I feel like most New Yorkers Dude, see a therapist it, across I, the board. We've, I think we've talked about this, but like, I talked to someone not too long ago, like a generational thing. There were so many younger people that have worked at younger, like, like 20s, early 20s to mid 20s that I've worked with that I would hear them regularly just like conversation in the kitchen just being like yeah i mean my therapist says this and like mm-hmm. but almost in kind of like an old woody allen movie way but also in just a way where it's like very very normal for like mm-hmm. it's like every young person sees a therapist and openly yeah. talks about which it great. all the time I'm, which is great I'm, I'm no problem. my analyst my analyst no well, i have no problem with it i i think like i mean i've seen one but i like usually don't openly talk about it Mm -hmm. except on podcasts that are listened to all over the world (laughs) um but but i do think there's a thing where like people people i know would like use it they would talk about it like at work in work meetings and i'd be like oh i do that taylor tomlinson who's been on the pod uh, she just put a joke on her instagram and she just said how like brutal is it doing uh therapy on zoom She's like, just to watch, oh, yeah. just to watch all of your insecurities buffer. <laughs> so good. That's funny. But I mean, the thing with Carrie in the beginning is it's very relatable. And basically what she just had, you, you get your free pass to, to be as annoying as you want. And your friends give you that, that lifeline to be mm-hmm. like, you got to get that out. Mm-hmm. And Carrie in probably true Carrie fashion, just like. That was probably week three of being yeah. like, hey, you get your few chances, but. Well, it was really good editing because it shows her rehashing the same conversations over and over mm-hmm. with all of her friends. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, it's it, it, all of them separately. And then the last one, they're all together. I like 
That was really great. That was really, <laughs> really great editing. What, what makes me want to absolutely kill myself or get uh or just get over something is whenever you complain to is just everything no i'm kidding uh when you complain to like one person about something yeah and then you complain to like another person about something and then that person and then you're complaining about it to like a third person but to the like someone else who's already heard you mm -hmm. like hears it so they just hear you re-complain yeah re and then you're just like you gotta get over this yeah. you know what i mean well, that's why i thought it was actually good advice to be like maybe you should see a therapist because mm -hmm. yeah. part of therapy is just being like i need a place to vent this out. exactly and i do think there's a thing where it's like yeah you have friends like your friends should be able to handle you talking about stuff but also at some point they're like this is more than you just need to vent mm -hmm. you need to work some stuff yeah. out you yeah. know i think that was actually like very good thing because you're right after a while your friends are just going to be like you have talked to each one of us about us and now you're talking about it collectively like yeah we're here for you but like maybe this there's involves like actually doing a little bit of work to do like, you think big was in there do you think big was venting to his friends too <laughs> you no big? he was like he was meeting natalia he's meeting natalia right now yeah he's, natasha sorry natasha. he's probably also meeting natalia yeah well he's how like did the breakup go is he he just kind of left they, after... they, they, they hooked up I don't think he saw it coming, even though, like, I don't mean that as a defense to him. I think he was just like, oh, yeah, we're back. And then she was yeah, like, Yeah, and he's just like, done. I do, I need to prioritize work. Yeah. Right. And she's like, This ain't working. And he's like, I'm going to go to Paris and eat croissants and just hang out with Natasha. I, yeah. I feel like he's not. Zero percent chance he's there's no way he's hanging out with that friend of his that he does the crossword puzzle with and <laughs> that they're just getting always they're just a wreck. Getting blackout drunk right now. <laughs> that dude who's like always a wreck about yeah. some other woman. He's always had a breakup and all he does is talk to Big about it. Maybe that guy maybe right now in the show that guy's in like a really great relationship <laughs> and Big is sitting across from him doing the crossword. Dude, I would just like that. showing up disheveled, you know drunk that, off his ass. Yeah. Here's like I wonder if it'd be it'd be a great cutaway for her to be like after it's done, just be like, I wonder if Big's in therapy and it just cuts to him. He's like, Carrie who? <laughs> Dude, he's he not just, that, but it's like, I bet he... He's uh, just reaching in his stash of extra toothbrush heads for all the women he has over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it would be great if he was just in the background of the sports bar. I was, just, I was him, wondering if he was in sports See night. him doing a line of blow off the counter. <laughs> yeah, he, she doesn't get his her hooks in him until like round two. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, that's true. I, I think he's round three. Really, wasn't? Didn't we just watch round two? Yeah. Oh yeah. Then round three. Round three. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. When that's this was round yeah, two. Yeah. He's he's got to get that third marriage out of the way. Oh man. <laughs> second Jeez. marriage or third marriage? She's his third. She's his third marriage. I think because Natasha's his second. Who's his third then? Carrie's his Carrie's third. third. Yeah, because he had the woman that we met. I the think book it's editor. Season, the book editor. And then we have Natasha. Natasha. And, and then, then Carrie's. His, and then Carrie. Okay. Yeah. yeah, when you're like Larry King and you're like 89, he's dead now. Mm -hmm. He died earlier this year, I think. Rest in it's peace. Like, rest in peace. But a rest in peace, Larry King. Um, but when you're... This is a Larry King Memorial podcast now. With <laughs> <laughs> the King Kings. My favorite uh, interview of his is when he had the entire cast of the original Star Wars on the show. Walter Matha. I'm just kidding. Really? No, I'm making it. I just think... His he, thing, he was married like seven times. Something like that. Yeah. And it's like... It's like what's going through his head when it's like the seventh one you know it's like you're just like why are you getting married what that's are you getting like, out of that's yeah. basically just like your new girlfriend but yeah. you're deciding to get married yeah yeah i think you get two you two get marriages. two 
Katie, you hear that? <laughs> you no, Katie, I'm just saying, like, Katie, you got another one. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if if you get married, I get, you get divorced. I, if you get married again, you can you can be like, okay, I messed up this time. I get and that. Then, and then no more marriage. And yeah, then yeah. you're done. I unless, get that. Unless, what? unless you're, like, a widow or something like that. Like, unless that happens. But if you, like, get in a marriage and leave, it's just like you're But not, even if you're a widow on your third or fourth, then it's like, hey, we're going to need to look at these autopsies. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, you're just like, I'm not good at... Uh, like I'm, I'm not good at running. I'll, I'll try it occasionally, but I'm right. not going to run a marathon. Like, I'm what, too big for it. At some point, you just got to be. Like, you're not good at at marriage. You're done. What do you think? Okay, let's say you're done. You get your two. Can that person still partner? Yeah. Because I've but wondered then, but about then that. You just like, but then you just be the partner. You you wear nothing but Tommy Bahama shirts, right? And you don't combine your incomes, and you right. just that's that's your life now, right? Because yeah, I wondered that if someone is like found out they're like not a marrying person if it's like well then what if they just become a partnering person and do like it's like oh didn't get married and so then it's like maybe getting married is the problem i'll even give you an annulment you can have two and an annulment you can realize really quickly that was it was the wrong marriage and you yeah. can have it True. but after that it's just like you're not that's not something you do dark curveball what if there's a widowing involved well, then I think then I think that one doesn't count. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, it, there is something that makes me think about the new series. Like you, that that would actually it would be disappointing uh, if her and Big get divorced. Mm -hmm. But it would be interesting if it's just like I'm just not the marrying kind. Like if he just hits that same, yeah, because it's like I'm just so fascinated with like what they're gonna do because i'm just like i'm so I'm, I'm like on edge with the new series i know you're trembling with anticipation i feel like we do need to do an episode and we need to do like collective research like we we've talked about a bunch of stuff we need to do collective research of like here's what we know here's the rumors here's the theories and just do a talk about like pre-premiere we could even do it in the next couple of weeks. We should it's like, just do a thing of just like a deep dive on everything we know, what our hopes and fears are about the new series. Yeah. Because I feel like you had a really interesting couple of weeks ago where you were just like, it's going to be bad. It's, <laughs> it's going to be bad, guys. Yeah. And like, I think it's worth like talking about it, just being like, look, it's going to be a thing. Like we were just talking about in the Heights tonight. There was like a ton of, a ton of like lead up to that. And it's like, this will be one of those series, even probably more than in the Heights, oh, yeah. where it's just like, Friends reunion. Like everyone's going to be like, all right, what's this going to be? And it's like, all right, let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's, let's get it out there. Let's get a, ther let's zoom in a like, therapist. This is like therapist. Yeah. Let's get zoom we're, in a therapist and do it. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, that, that's all we got. I think that's all we got. I think we, I think those are, those are plenty of games that we played. We played, we played some games. We happened upon some, you got to talk about what happened in the break. Oh man. So, we did best of three. Just, we did a straight up series best of three. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Corey beat me three nothing. He wiped in the first he game. He wiped the floor with me. But mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. I suggested Don't we do comeback. Yeah, we I do did. a best of three series of best of three. So we do like a little tournament. Mm -hmm. I beat him 3 0 the second one. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, I went, we tied. I went up 2 0. You came back for 2-2, two, two, mm -hmm. and then I thought about it for a long time. We both sat and thought about it, and he went back to his old faithful, and I covered him up. Yep. He went back to Rock, and I papered his ass. Yep. 
if I and took we, it down, but it was interesting because we talked about, I was like, had I thought about it more, maybe I would have gone scissors, but that's the thing you said, like it's, that's, that's the games that people play. The games people play and Corey Rock, paper, scissors and, and Kevin sat on the couch and just watched us. He I filmed it. He filmed it. I put it on, it on the Instagram. Um, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Check um, out our Patreon if you want more. Yeah. And even if you don't want more, check it out. Check it out anyway. <laughs> yeah. We'll play games with you on Patreon. Heck yeah, we will. Yeah, sure. you sub- you pay us money to listen to more of our content, and then we spend it on a slot machine in Las Vegas. What are we, yeah. Helen? We're asking. <laughs> it's just like that. Uh, it's just like that uh, old Harrison Ford movie. Get off my plane. Patreon games. Patreon games. <laughs> Great thing. All right. Bye. Later, taters. Later, bye. Taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys, and if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.